How are you? What's up? Something that you said last time. What did I say? I always forget what I say. It became like a little earworm in my brain. It was like, hmm, moon war, moon war, moon war. <laughs> at Purple Noodle Marketing, we can find the perfect plan for you. Want to grow? Call us today at 612-208-2812 to speak to our cannabis growth specialist. This is episode 55. Are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? Hurry up! Okay, we're going to get started. Where is everybody? Who's missing? Get them! Come on, hurry! It is time to begin. This is only 17 minutes long. So sit down, calm down, we will wait. Or, or put it on pause for you. So sit down and calm down. We'll wait. Or put it on pause for you. Pause. Okay, here we go. With your hosts and friends, LaFoul and A. The first moon war, the second moon war, the moon war to end all moon wars. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing about war and that's not right. There's a lot of truth in comedy. It's usually not funny unless there's a little bit of truth attached to it. Yeah, you're right. That's probably how it's going to be. The first moon war, the second moon war, the moon war in all moon wars. Everybody, you know, wants a piece of the moon. And at some point, governments and perhaps people are going to disagree who can be in that area or mine that thing or launch from that location. What's going to actually cause the moon war? Will the moon war start on Earth and then go to the moon? Or will it start on the moon and then we'll be like, we don't really want to fight on Earth. Let's just keep it to the moon. Wars seem to start in a variety of ways. Like, I don't know that you could necessarily confine it. The war between the colonists and Britain, did that begin on British soil or American soil? It began here. Basically, the slave owners wanted to keep slavery alive and not pay taxes. Even though I think we still pay reparations for it a long time after the war. So we still paid them money but they could just call themselves their own people. At that point, in my mind, the United States was as far from Britain as we are presently from the moon. So perhaps we would start the war on the moon. Or perhaps it would start here on the planet and then transfer itself up there. That war started in the colonies and it was isolated only to the United States. We never bombed England. We never attacked them on their soil. I'm not even sure if we even had terrorist attacks. Right, but we did have some naval war, right? We did do some ship sinking out in international waters, didn't we? We did attack their fleets, but that would be the same as attacking any kind of like craft going to Mars or going to Venus. Space wars. Yeah. Space war one, space war two. Pew, 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 pew. I want to stay on subject with this, but that's exactly what that video talking about with John Stewart. That's exactly what it was. It was space wars going pew pew with penises in the air. No, it was not space wars. It was dick wars. Let's be real. When we do have the space wars, we'll probably call them dick wars. Getting back to moon wars, we're just having fun speculating. What would probably start a war? Based on what normally happens on planet Earth, it would be some kind of attack. Like a colony attacked another colony, people died. Like the crisis with Spain, with the sinking of the Maine, the Gulf of Tonkin, where a boat was attacked. Pearl Harbor, another example. These were all when people died. And as a result of that, we said, okay, this means war. 
we're putting a colony up on the moon and China will have a colony on the moon. We'll have our flag up and they'll have their flag up. I think it'd be something as simple as we take down their flag or they take our flag and then turns into this little flag war. And then all of a sudden someone gets shot or their vehicle rolls over and they die. We take the flag back and they go, hey, they killed that person in the vehicle. And I think that might be what starts the wars. Isn't there like a little flag game where you have your flag over here? I got my flag over there. Capture the flag. That could start the war, I think. Flag wars. And then turns violence. I would like to believe that we would keep it on the moon. It would be horrible to think that we'd bring it to happen up there back to Earth. But why wouldn't you? In your scenario, it's about China versus the United States. And 99.999999% of the citizens of those nations still live on the Earth. So why wouldn't you then attack each other on the Earth? Because, hey, man, you killed my astronaut up in space. I would think that would escalate the war, and the goal is to isolate the war. We started a war in Iraq, but what you never saw was attacks in the U.S. after the war began by the Iraqi people. Like No one brought the war here. So I think if the war starts from the moon, like it says, it might go into space, but I think the war would stay on the moon. Let's say that China killed an American astronaut on the moon. How many Asian Pacific Islander folks would once again be the target of all kinds of violence, including murder down here? And that might actually solve the problem of starting a war because we'd be too busy trying to prevent that kind of activity within our own nation and not focusing on whether or not we're going to go bomb China now. Also, bombing China on the current planet puts so many other people at risk. Whereas fighting China during the first moon war (laughs) probably doesn't have as many complications as a war on the planet would. The military industrial complex would love that because their funding would go up immensely and Space Force would like triple in its funding. Propaganda would increase. Join the Space Force. Fight for your country. I can see a lot of that happening. You're right. There's definitely going to be attacks against Chinese in America, which would be off the scale. Not just against Chinese. Don't forget, Americans are so stupid. They don't know the difference between Chinese, Japanese, Koreans. All Asian people would be under attack. Right. Just go after people if they don't have plump white faces. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You joke and say, yes, we would double, triple our funding for Space Force, et cetera, et cetera. But the logistics to get combatants into space is so much more complicated than getting combatants from one continent to the other. It's not like you can say, oh, join the Space Force now and we'll have you fighting in space in three months. I just don't have the capacity to get that many people into space right now. You know, it's not like you can jump on Blue Origin and go past 60 miles. Like, the moon is a lot further away than that. You're laughing, but there's a lot of truth to that. Look at our ramp-up when World War II started. The country completely changed. It became mobilized. Certain measures were passed where that's all we focused on was the war effort. I think that's what happened here. So you think we'd have a bunch of women in factories building 10 starships a month? Yep. Which is entirely possible. I agree. But then you've just got to launch those rockets. 
It's one thing to build a ship or a plane. It's another thing to build a rocket. And if you're going to launch it, it needs its own launch facility and launch pad. It needs massive amounts of fuel. And it needs really well-trained pilots. I think the ramp up to having a true space war certainly could be sped up, but it it wouldn't be like it was in World War II. I think it'll be at least like it was for the Iraq War. Operation Enduring Freedom. Because we didn't even have the proper vehicles. You never did. After Robert Gates left office, uh, so that would be 2010, we did. Now they have incredible armored vehicles. It really took about a decade. And I think this ramp up would be like World War II. Let's say that you're able to ramp up your space war effort in five years and have a well-founded military presence that's ready to go up there. You would only do that if you had a large population already on the moon. Let's say that this confrontation between China and the United States happens and there's only a hundred Chinese citizens and a hundred Americans. Are you going to spend literally trillions of dollars to build a variety of starships and train thousands of personnel to go protect a hundred people? Probably not. This would turn into a propaganda war. And I have no doubt that they would. They would completely do that because the military industrial complex wants this. This is trillions of dollars for them. Trillions of dollars. Depends on who's in the office. Like if this is the Republicans, Republicans completely want this. This is permanent war state. We can take war off Earth and we can keep it in space. Now, no one even knows about it. I think that's what completely would happen. And I think that we're already kind of set. Virgin Galactic can get you from here to the stratosphere. And then Blue Origin can get you from the stratosphere to the moon. No, Blue Origin can't do that yet. They're completely incapable of doing that. NASA contracts with a variety of, well, I don't even know what to call them, space vehicle vendors or whatever to do that. But the only one with any kind of real capacity to produce space vessels and iterate those space vessels right now seems to be SpaceX. SpaceX also has the ability to build housing, like living facilities on the moon, like bases. But again, they're all going to be augmenting the military. They don't even need to do that. They're just going to take whatever is already in production by a variety of other manufacturers of that. I don't think SpaceX needs to create their own. I mean, maybe Musk wants to, but there are plenty of other shelters that have been tested and exist. You know what Boxable is? No. Boxable makes these small little living facilities. That's what Musk is living in right now. Musk is living in a box? He's living in a boxable home. Over by Boca Chica? What is he doing? Or is he in Austin now? He's out there by where his facilities are. Well, it depends. So there's Boca Chica, which is where Starship is. And then where Starlink launches out of is in Florida. That's where he is. Cool. I think that everything will become, I don't want to say nationalized, but it'll be federal funding to all of them. They will all work together, get them up in the space, get them over there, get them down the ground. I mean, it just turns into a numbers game. I don't even know how you fight on the moon. Nothing gets slowed down. It's not like a slow motion world. Yeah. I don't know, like, what happens when you fire a bullet versus firing a laser. You know, if you were to try to have a tank on the moon, like, how is that going to work? I hadn't even considered tanks. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of places to hide on the moon. This would be open field warfare. Yeah, it's pretty open field warfare, all right. 
It's not like you can go scooting through the forest for like three days and come up behind your enemy and take them out. Like, it's just it's not going to happen. I don't know that we have any vessels that can fly with cargo across the moon. We're capable of fighting on open planes. We fought desert warfare. It'll definitely be an interesting situation. It's all brand new. If it wasn't so scary and tragic, it'd be kind of exciting. I was just going to say, it's a very exciting proposition. How do you make war work in outer space or on another planetary body like Mars? Yeah. There's all kinds of ingenious minds already at work at that, and I'm sitting over here cackling because I think it's amusing, which is... <sighs> well, it's all fun and games will actually happen. It's like, oh, crap. No, I know. I know. That's how it looks. Not good. Because once it starts, you're not getting that genie back in the bottle. Nope. It's exciting because it's not real, but when it comes real, it won't be exciting anymore. Mm -mm, not at all. I guess we could go on about that, but I'm stuck with that image in my mind. I still got Moon Wars on my brain, so thank you for that. Make a logo. Sell some t-shirts. Really? I'll make you a mug. How's that? Mm -hmm. Perfect. Moon Wars. Moon Wars. By the way, who do you think will win? The Moon Wars? Yeah. China. And you know one thing we haven't talked about? What's that? What happens when the colonies get so big that they want to just be set free? They don't want to be attached to the U.S. or China. Then we do the revolution thing all over again. Hmm. That's a whole different story. And the question is, who are you battling then at that front? Like, is there a strong military presence that you are then revolting, rebelling against? Are all of your overlords on the Earth? And then are you deciding we're going to make secret missions back to the Earth to assassinate them? Or are you just creating space rockets that reach Earth and blow up Washington, D.C.? Like, what are you doing? How are you going to do that? Who are you combating and where are they? We're combating China because China's going to win the space war. China will be the evil empire that represents Earth that we have to free ourselves from on the moon. The moon people. I don't think that'd be fun to live on the moon. I wasn't born there. Imagine if you were born on the moon. It might be a whole different story. Yeah. Time will tell. Talk to you later. Ciao. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 17 minutes podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with your friends and family. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. They're listed on our website and social media. Check them out. Have a blessed Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom.
Purple Noodle Marketing is a creative strategy and design agency that specializes in cannabis SEO and marijuana marketing. We help businesses launch cannabis products, build brand foundations, and sustain organic cannabis growth. With over 30 years of experience, you can trust that we know exactly what SEO strategies to use. So whether you're a CBD or hemp dispensary, medical cannabis dispensary, or a dealer in recreational marijuana, we'll provide you with the best digital strategy to help you rank higher on Google. Clients who've worked with us in the past can attest to this. They've not only increased traffic, but have seen growth of millions of dollars in their online businesses. Our agency is completely versed in cannabis products, business models, state regulations, and organic SEO. We also believe in decriminalization before legalization and work within communities to help promote fair business practices for cannabis business owners and connoisseurs. Limited marketing leads to limited results, so don't be limited. At Purple Noodle Marketing, we can find the perfect plan for you. We understand that every cannabis business is unique, and we have three tiered marketing plans that we can customize for your particular marketing needs. Want to grow? Call us today at 612-208-2812 to speak to our cannabis growth specialist.